Hey, Denise, have you been a production assistant before? Oh my gosh, I have. Have you been a production assistant before, Cuddy? I have. We should have an episode about that. We should definitely do it. This should be our next episode. What's up, mi gente? Hola, lovely listeners. I'm Carrie. And I'm Denise. Welcome back to another episode of Latinas Unscripted. We've mentioned in other episodes how we've both had PA experiences, production assistant experience. That's correct. And you've even mentioned to me and our lovely listeners that you've worked in scripted and you've worked in reality. Like when you worked on Spongebob, which was fascinating news to me. I want to know, though, can you walk us through like a nine to five or a seven to six or a 4 a.m. to 9 p.m. or whatever your crazy schedule was as a PA for any of those gigs. I just know that we probably have some listener out there who maybe they want to be a PA and they're like, what's it going to be like? Granted, you know, take this with a grain of salt because everyone's PA experience is completely different. You can work for different departments and different departments function in different ways. So there's no one real experience. Like one, there's no one universal experience for a PA, no. but there are certain things that might like align or be similar. But I, I'm just curious. Walk me through a 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. day. I am completely making up those hours, by the way. But yes, just tell well, me. What was what? it like for you? I was going to tell you when you said like a nine to five and this, I was like, that was the corporate in me that was the yeah, corporate side of me. that's corporate but that i fixed it i fixed field. it that's why i i gave her a look and i said actually hold on it's probably more mm-hmm. like maybe 5 a.m to 8 p.m that definitely sounds more accurate okay great see i was i knew what i was talking about so tell yeah give us like what would it be like run run through a day i'm gonna start actually with being a reality Ooh, TVPA. Okay. Production assistant. Tell us more. Yes. Because I feel that a reality TV production assistant has more job duties. Not saying that one or the other works less. I'm just trying to refer as job duties. Mm-hmm. So in itself, when you're a production assistant for a reality television, you obviously start with production in itself. So production is the main hub. It's the heart of whatever is being filmed. They know everything. They talk to every single department. Every single department comes to them. It's like the glue. For niece. Yes. The glue that keeps the production running. Basically. As a production assistant, you could do anything from dealing with crafty. Dealing with crafty is basically dealing with food, snacks. You could also be doing food orders, picking up the food. You could be a runner. So let me put this into different categories so it makes more sense. We'll start off with an office PA. The office PA is basically with the coordinator. He's with production. He's helping them. For my experience as a production assistant in the office, the coordinator was my to-go-to. So anything that she needed, I would do being more specific in that aspect if i'm in the office i usually obviously have my computer so working is like okay great we need to make these orders for talent as in food so i'm like okay i'm gonna go in look for a restaurant and put the food orders you know pay for that and that would be like one thing i would help them make signage anything signage anything that comes from even parking spaces for so let's say you have the director parking space okay great i need to work on that signage to create that in the office in itself i'm dealing with the receipts so anything that's being purchased they're giving the runner 
So that's a certain specific PA that's out doing the runs and getting the items. Mm -hmm. We'll come back and give the receipts. So you are in charge of organizing the receipts. So it becomes a a money thing too that you're involved. Now I'm going to go a little bit into the runner because I did mention a runner. Think of a person, this is more physical. They're going out and getting the stuff. Getting the stuff could be anything from food, getting rental gear that's needed getting anything specific for anything de- any department that they need even if it's do you need a license to be a runner well you need a car okay <laughs> that was like i was like yes you, need you do oh. need a car for that so it makes you valuable obviously if you're a pa and you don't have a car you could still be a pa you just can't be a, a runner i mean there are productions obviously that you don't have to have your own car because they'll have like a production van or anything that Mm -hmm. you could do in runs, but you have to have your driver's license. So as basic as that. We took care of the office. We mentioned the runner. Now we're going into the set. When you're in the set, set, a set PA, a set PA. Mm -hmm. Yes. So as a set PA, again, it varies. You could be even just picking up trash. It could be thingy, just changing the trash. is just as e- just as simple as that. That could be one of the jobs. You're also dealing with walkies, so you're destroying walkies. So you become the main walkie person because on sets we use the walkie talkies. You could be that person, and there could be other things as in you could be assigned to specific departments mm-hmm. like the camera a camera pa or a yes. costume pa costume pa you could be art department pa you could be a producer's pa the world is your oyster and you've had a lot of different roles in yes. all of these that's why you know the landscape so well yes and here's the thing as everybody needs to start as a production assistant Everybody should start as a production assistant because it's basically the first position that you go into. But why do I say this besides because it's the first position that you're going into? And when you go into the industry, it's because you learn about every department. You'll be exposed to every department. Even if it is that you're just on set and they're telling you like, oh, I just need you to stand there for whatever it is. You're getting to see everything. So you're yeah. getting to take in all of this. Even when I was a, a PA and I would be on set and they will be like filming and I was just there like, standing by, mm-hmm. I would just take every little thing in. Oh, how are they moving the camera? How are these slides put go- going in? What is audio doing? What are the producers doing I'm- over there? How are they handling talent? Like all these little things that instead of being on my phone... I actually took the time because I was going to need it. I mean, I was going to ask you, mm-hmm. you know, I, I do know, and I've gotten this question before, yeah. whether or not it is needed to be a PA to make it in this industry, of, of, of like a PA of any sort. But it is, it's like training. It is. And also the other thing, when I was a PA, I asked questions. People are probably tired of me of asking so many questions, but in a good way. But that's how you learn. That's how you learn. But in a good way, too, because even if I, at that moment, when I started as a PA, I was still finding my footing. Yeah. You know, I knew I like casting, but I was like, oh, what does this department do? What does this other department do? Maybe I think I want to do this, but like I'm more talented doing X, Y, and C kind of a thing. So mm-hmm. I will always ask. And here's the thing. You're always helping a department. So it could be a thing like in one job, um, we were getting our department some supplies and I was the one taking it to them and I would hand them and I would just ask them. I was like, oh, what are you guys building and how are you guys building it? And just ask these questions. So then I would have more insult because I wouldn't know this by just looking at it. But it's like what you you mentioned exposure. And that is at the end of the day, if you haven't been exposed to something, how do you know whether or not you, you love it or not? And 
I mean, look at you. You were exposed to the production side mm-hmm. of things via casting. Literally a success story. And then in the in the way that you came across something that you loved was because you put yourself in those positions. That I'm going to expose myself to something so different that I don't have any knowledge or background in. I feel like at the end of the day, Anything and everything that you learn on set somehow is gonna end. It's gonna end up helping you in, in the long run for your career. A thousand percent. I totally agree with you. Now tell me, did it work differently for you when you worked in scripted? It did. Did in a way because scripted. There's unions. Ooh, so in reality, union there. <laughs> I know union talk. So in reality, there are unions too in itself. But when it comes to scripted, there's even like for crafty. There's specific people just handling crafty. There's no PAs handling crafty. There's a craft service, for example. In those aspects, like it deals, it deals differently. But also in how it's split. As a set PA in scripted, mm-hmm. one of my job duties, I remember this in SpongeBob, we were locking down, like, it was, like, four blocks. So, it was a pretty long stretch because we were going to have an action scene in there. So, one of my job duties was literally to lock up a section, a corner of a street, so people wouldn't walk through, right? It seems simple. It seems like, okay, great. I'm just standing here and telling people, like, oh, my God, can you hold? Like, we're about to shoot this. I'll let you know when you can walk. Yeah. Yes, but what you're not thinking behind this is safety. If this person happens to walk when there's an action shot and something going, their safety is at risk. And you, at that moment, are the main person in charge of this and responsible of this. Besides safety, second runner-up, obviously, they could walk into the shot. They could ruin a shot. And that... <laughs> Cost a lot of money because money is time in the industry. So that's one of my experiences. Another experience for mine was working with talent. It would be working with the second AD or second second AD, which is assistant director. And basically, I was in charge of one of the main talent. In the morning, I would make sure that as soon as they come in, get them breakfast, get their breakfast order. Then when they go through the works, what the works mean is that they're going through hair, makeup, wardrobe. I'm always communicating this to them. I'm basically the mediator between the production and them. So they know, as in the second, second, second AD or anybody who asks where the talent is, I'm always telling them, it's like, hey, they just went into wardrobe. It's going to be this and this. I'll check in. Okay, ETA is like two minutes that they'll be done. And then I'll walk them over to set, walk them back. So basically, kind of what you did in Telemundo. Telemundo. Yeah, when I worked for that Disney special. Um, well, not Disney, but their morning special yes, at morning Disney. Special. I told you a little bit of my experience being a production assistant, both within the reality TV and both within the scripted world. I know you've had a different experience, which doesn't necessarily mean as per se like being a specific PA on a set in scripted or reality but you've had different experiences so tell me a little bit of your experiences they they're a little skewed I I mean I would say my my most stereotypical PA experience was that gig that I had with Telemundo where I helped out with the morning show Mm -hmm. my other times where I've been on official sets have been more in line with I had other titles. Wasn't exactly there were other people who were the production assistant for the other shows that I was on and they were like on the on the news side of things. I always go back to like when you're making things mm-hmm. with your colleagues yeah. and you're maybe creating a short or like let's do something this weekend, let's shoot something, write it up, let's you know, let's let's create yeah. together. You end up wearing lots of hats and one of those hats is always the production assistant because you're in charge of snacks for people or transportation and the, so many you just you have a lot of responsibilities, but in 
I always feel that it ends up helping you because the other colleagues that I have worked with, they do have experiences being PAs on certain sets, like your experiences, for example. I can attest that I've done some of those things, not for a TV show, but I've done them for smaller sets. I mean, again, other than that Un Nuevo Dia show. I do wonder, though, because speaking of colleagues and, you know, the, all the people that we do interact with, do you have you kept in touch with any of those people that you've met on those crazy stressful set days? Always do. Yeah? Always do. I could say that for the most part in every job that I do, or at least every other job, there's one person that I always keep in contact with because we just, you spend so much time with these people. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. so true. You spend so much time with these people and it's... You have to bond with them. You have to. <laughs> yeah. not, it's like you literally spending, and when I say so much time, it could be like you're only working on this gig for like two months, and but you're spending every single day together or you're talking on the phone literally for hours back to back to back to back you get close to them and yeah. and i do and to be honest with you my closest group of friends they're all in the industry because i met them through jobs and you also go back to them like when you end up wanting to take on projects on your own like the people that i yes. have worked with in the past like you always end up reaching out to them like hey i have this um, this gig coming up or like i'm working on this short, short project this weekend are you down like i need a person to do this and usually because we're all in this industry and we're all just like we're all creatives mm -hmm. in our own way everyone's I've, I've found that most people are just so receptive and are usually down or if they're available, of course, yeah. and aren't busy. But it, it kind of just it's, it's like the nature of the industry. We all want to make things and we all want our things made. So we're all always available and try and try at least to be helpful or to connect you to someone like actually I can't do it this weekend but I know someone who, who might have availability and it, it ends up building your your network. Yes. So much larger without even, I don't know, I, I think it's a beautiful thing. At the end of the day, PAing does end up helping you build that even more. That is correct. Yeah, I mean, look, again, me, my PAing experience has been mostly on like, quote unquote, homemade shorts, you know, and I know people for certain things. I'm like, oh, yeah, this person has done sound with me before. Let me reach out to them. I know someone who's been a gaffer before on something. Let me reach out to them. And they're always eager to either help or connect you with someone who can help you. And with that, we tie this episode with a bow. Hopefully, you guys got something out of this episode and our experience of being production assistants. Thanks for tuning in. Subscribe for those new episode alerts and don't forget to follow at Latinas Unscripted on Instagram and TikTok. Adios! Adios!